Houston History Stories Collection Young Houston was born of Scotch Irish parents in Virginia, 1793. His father had fought under General Morgan in the Revolution. Sam Houston did not have much schooling, and when but 13, his family moved to East Tennessee. Made angry by his older brother, he left home and went to live with the Cherokee Indians. He liked the wild life of the Indians and took part with the Indian boys in their pastimes of hunting, fishing, and playing at games. He was now 18. He returned home and went to school, a term at Marysville Academy. In the War of 1812, General Jackson called the men of Tennessee to arms. Young Houston responded to the call and fought against the Indians in the Battle of Horseshoe Bend. After this, he was dangerously wounded. Houston was a long time in getting well. At 25, he began to study law in Nashville, and in six months, just a third of the time said to be necessary, he was ready to practice. Houston's rise in the law and in the favor of the people was rapid. He went from one position to another until the people elected him to Congress. He was in Congress four years. He won many friends by his gracious behavior. The people of Tennessee made him their governor. But suddenly, without warning, Houston resigned as governor and forsook his home and friends. He sailed down the Mississippi River to the Arkansas and up this river several hundred miles to the land of his early friends, the Cherokees, whom the United States government had sent to that faraway country. Here Houston found the old chief, now the head of his tribe, who had adopted him as a son years before on the banks of the Tennessee. The chief threw his arms around him in great affection and said, My son, eleven winters have passed since we met. My heart has wondered often where you were, and I heard you were a great chief among your people. I have heard that a dark cloud had fallen on the white path you were walking, and when it fell, you turned your thoughts to my wigwam. I am glad of it. It was done by the great spirit. My wigwam is yours, my home is yours, my people are yours. Rest with us. When Andrew Jackson became President of the United States, Houston went, in his Indian dress, on a visit to Washington. He was warmly received by his old friend from Tennessee. Once more he turned his face toward the wilderness. He stopped in Tennessee and was warmly greeted by old friends. He did not stay long in Tennessee. Neither did he stay long with the Cherokees, but hastened to Texas where the people were already murmuring against the treatment they were receiving from Mexico. The people of Texas finally issued a declaration of independence. Thereupon, the Mexicans resolved to send a large army into Texas and force the revolutionists into submission to the government. The most important event of this war was the capture by large Mexican force of an old mission building used as a fortress called the Alamo. It was defended by 140 men, among them the famous Davy, Crockett, Colonel Travis, and Colonel Bowie, the inventor of the Bowie knife. Only six Texans were alive after the capture of the fortress. These men died fighting the Mexicans to the last. Remember the Alamo became the war cry of every Texan. The Mexicans were approaching 5,000 strong under General Santa Anna. 
General Houston commanded the Texans about 700 in all. Suddenly the news came that General Fannin and his men, 500 in number, had been massacred by the Mexicans at Goliad. The cause of Texan independence looked dark indeed. Houston began a retreat of 250 miles to the eastward. Santa Anna followed closely after him but scattered his men, just as Houston wanted him to do, until he had with him only 1,800 men. They were now on the banks of the San Jacinto. Houston waited till the Mexicans, Mexicans were a bit careless, then 700 Texans charged the breastworks of the Mexicans. After the first fair, they clubbed their guns and went at it. Pioneer fashion, with the cry, Remember the Alamo! The right and the left wings of the Mexicans gave way first, and then the center. They retreated, expecting to cross a deep, narrow bayou, or stream on a log bridge, but Houston had had the bridge destroyed. The slaughter was terrific. The stream was choked with Mexicans and their horses. Santa Ana was captured and was turned over to the Texan government. Many thought he ought to die because of the massacres at the Alamo and Goliad, but Houston, generous toward the beaten man, sent him on to visit Washington. Houston had been badly wounded and sailed to New Orleans for medical care. He returned to be elected first president of the Lone Star Republic, as Texas was called. He was re-elected for a second term and served his country well. Houston wanted Texas made a part of the United States. This was afterwards done, and war followed with Mexico. In 1845, Texas sent Houston to the United States Senate, where he served his state for 14 years. He was devoted to the National Union. He died in 1863.